From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up for Wednesday, June 13, 2018. The day I joined Facebook in 2006, so they told me this morning. Was it a pleasant memory? Um, it wasn't anything of note, but they <laughs> shot me a memory of something. They actually shoot your memories every day. Oh, I never pay attention then. Do you, Keith, pay attention to Facebook? Uh, Facebook uh, hasn't been on my radar lately. It's all about Instagram these days. Oh, he's all about the gram. Big Twitter, big Twitter. It, well, yes. Me and you, Twitter. But look, this podcast got Keith back on Twitter. Basically. I was going to say, I thought, I thought you knew, I thought you knew, like, just in your memory that the Facebook, that you've joined Facebook, not that... Like, no, no, it so was my notification. You, know, you, you do have, like, those... Which is yeah. bizarre, because I didn't get my college email until four days, uh, th- uh, three days later, so I'm not quite sure why we have that mark. First of all, Brett Markowitz, Keith Markowitz, my high school golf buddies are back. Hello, Justin Markowitz, this is for you and your boys. Um, you you guys are shout out to, oh, to the diehard listeners. This is a US Open podcast, a preview podcast, which we'll get to at some point. No, all right, so this is how I'll dovetail it. I joined Facebook back at the time when we needed a college or high school ID you need to be in high school or college right. to join those Cause networks you're, cause you're old. To, to join Facebook. Yes, because I'll be 30 in, yes. in, in six weeks. <laughs> Not that I'm young. But yes. I joined fa- – so I needed college orientation to get my college email right. to join Facebook. So I'm not quite sure actually how I joined Facebook on the 13th. Maybe I tried and technically registered but couldn't get to a further down the line point because I needed to have this email or whatever. And now my now my college know. orientation was three days, two nights. The Friday was June sixteenth of two thousand six. Friday, June sixteenth, two thousand six was the Friday of the Wingfoot U.S. Open. Wow! Tiger's first event back after his father died. That day, Tiger missed the cut. Yeah, ended his ball. major consecutive cut streak. Mm-hmm. Was not ready to play golf. Remember that he wept in Stevie's arms just six weeks later at the Open Championship when he was finally ready to win again and win majors. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, June 16th of 06, and I missed most of that U.S. Open, got back just in time to see Phil say that I'm an idiot. As the collapse of Phil. And that dovetails us into the 118th United States Open Golf Championship. Yes. Back at Shinnecock. Back at Shinnecock, where Retief Goosen, not in the field this week, did not get a special exemption, um, is uh, the defending champion. And the great commentating of Joe Buck and Brett Faxon. And Paul Azinger. And Paul, yeah. Paul and yeah, Shane well, Bacon. Yes. Remember, yeah, Fox is yes. using a new booth technique this year. Wow. They are going to, it's two separate booths, Joe and Zinger, Shane and Brad. Joe and Zinger and Shane and Brad are going to get two holes each, and they're going to go. So Joe and Brad, uh, sorry, uh, Joe and Zinger will presumably get holes one and two, then Shane and Brad for three and four, Joe for five and six. It's going to wind up being where Joe and Zinger get ten holes, Shane and Brad get eight holes. They believe that will simplify understanding whose voice it is. Mark Loomis, the producer, said they felt like they had had too many voices in the past. I mean, it depends if you're a golf fan. I know how Brad Faxon and Paul Ezinger sound. Yes. And everyone knows how But you Paul are not, you know, this is the United States Open Championship. Not everybody um, watches golf all year. Yeah, and good. there are people, especially non-diehards, who don't know what Zinger and Brad and 
and Ken Speaking Brown. Speaking of Vertif Goosen, by the way, I was watching live from the U.S. Open the other night. Yes. And they said Goosen's 04 fourth round performance was the one of the best putting performances of all time. I think there were 16 players with over 34 putts that round. Huh. He had 24 putts, including 12 one putts, I believe. If you remember, that was the day they lost the greens. And yes, the greens were finished. The whole fiasco. But, but, but he made everything. But this has been... Them, right? Yes, especially the seventh. This has been the, 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 the renovated and restored Shinnecock, and we do have some weather issues tomorrow. You know, rain today softened up the golf course, but wind tomorrow, 30 miles per hour. Mike Davis, executive director of the USGA course setup man and the CEO, says that they may not be able to play even with all the measures they're taking to help the Greens if it gets to a certain point. More like the Open Open Championship tomorrow. Yes, and we saw what happened in 2015 at St. Andrews when they had to stop playing. We ended up with a Monday finish. Yes. Where Jordan Spieth was this close to have, having Zach three Johnson, legs of the right? Grand Slam, but went wayward on 18 and gave that to Zach Johnson and a playoff over Mark Leishman is one of my sleepers this week. Let's start with just with Dustin. Look, he comes in having walked off in the greatest way you can walk off a golf tournament. I mean, you got a four-shot lead. You're not going to hit it left in the water. You're just playing for fun now, and you hole out for eagle. Um, so let's. Start with him and kind of take this on a big scale. What are you looking for this week, Brett? From Dustin? Oh, no, just in general from the U.S. Open and then Dustin. This is, interviewers have a way of putting two questions into one where you give it an openly broad question, but you're hoping the guest has a narrower answer to funnel you in a certain direction. This is, this is yeah. pay attention, folks out there, yes. <laughs> Great interviewer, Jeremy Schilling. There thank you, thank you, thank you. The institution the that is teeing it up. From the swamps, yes, we are um, surrounded by bugs and wastewater and mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. I'm really pulling up to even get the show going. Mosquitoes um, as big as airplanes, as Mr. So Springsteen said. What I'm looking for, first of all, at the U.S. Open, I'm very glad to have it back at Shinnecock. I love when the U.S. Open's in New York. Um, I think, as do a lot of a lot of the players, like it there. The fans are great. Um, and the course is this is a typical U.S. Open golf course which I'm happy about the past few years we've had Chambers Bay and we've had some uh, last year Aaron Hills. Hills last year it wasn't the typical prototypical U.S. Open courses I really like that it's back at one of those courses again this year so um, what I'm looking for is a lower score to win the tournament I'm thinking maybe four or five under par wins this golf tournament um, especially five because, under one and oh four I believe right so I'm thinking we get a lower score that wins again um, or I should say higher score, I guess, everywhere, however you want to look at it. Um, but I'm also, uh, you know, it's not supposed to rain, which is a surprise being in uh, New York in, in the, the summer. So you don't get any, no rain. Sand-based golf course drains fast. All right. It's going to be, it looks like it's going to be really firm, the course. Um, so it's going to play tough. With that being said, obviously, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a very, it's kind of a link style course. So I'm like wide open because they took out the trees. Right, it's very wide open. The fairways are widened. I really like a lot of the Europeans in this tournament this week. Um, it's it's set up to me very much like a uh, like an Open Championship, except for the uh, you know the green speeds are going to be uh, they're going to be really firm, really fast. I think the guy the relatively fast. So only eleven and twelve. Augusta's right. faster. Memorial's faster. There are faster greens. It's the way the it, greens are set up with right. the slopes, really. Slopes, That's yeah. really what it is. Um, I look for. I, like I said, I think a lot of Europeans will play well. Um, and then really what it comes down to in, in the U.S. Open, especially with the high rough and this, and this golf course, fairways and 
putts. That's what I'm looking at. So I think the person that hits the most fairways, along with the most strokes gained on the greens, that will be the winner of the US Open with those two. And then from Dustin, what I'm looking for, I mean, when that guy plays at his best, he really is the best player in the world. I don't really think there's much discussion about that. He hits a really long ball, obviously. He's an excellent ball striker. His putting has gotten a lot better. So he's obviously the favorite going into this tournament by a, by a lot, actually. He's, uh, I think he's even 6 or 7 to 1 now. So he's a pretty big favorite. Um, he was 8 to 1 yesterday, but right, yeah. He's, he's a big favorite. Um, the next one after him was like 14 to 1, Justin Rose and Day and all of them. So, I mean, I expect him to finish in the top 10. I'd, be, I'd actually be very surprised if he didn't finish in the top 10. He's, he's playing that. He's playing really well right now, and he is the best player when he's on. Um, that's what I expect from him right now. Brett, thank you for coming on Teeing It Up. It's been a pleasure. Uh, because the rest of this podcast will be Keith going, towards, going through all of his international picks for this week. <laughs> so, Brett, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on no, Teeing we'll, It we'll Up. Have, yeah, we'll have you on in like 20 minutes. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, uh, Keith. Also, I'm very psyched for this uh, for this open play out. But yeah, Pumphrey will be back in Shinnecock. Um, that was great. That made fun of me to start this. That's awesome. Um, no, but I and and obviously from my pro shop at Eagle Oaks Golf and Country Club, I'll be watching it very early in the morning, starting at nine thirty on Fox Sports One for all you listeners out there. Um, <laughs> these two are great. Uh, that was great to be with Brett and Schilling here. This is awesome. But no, this this golf course um, is just a great place. True, true U.S. Open golf course, um, and a lot of history at this golf course in the U.S. Open. Um, I think the, I don't know if the first one was played in 1896, but they dates all the way back to 1896. Um, one of the only courses to hold um, to hold the U.S. Open in three different centuries, which is pretty remarkable. Um, but the thing I'm looking for is, you know, anybody who can hit the fairways, um, and then you know, basically not hitting the ball in the rough, you know, penalizing the golfers and basically making it almost like a bogey year. You got to save par. Um, but anyone who could hit the ball straight, you know, hit the greens, um, or just get up and down, just the putting is going to be huge. And for the balls not to be, you know, like they were on on the golf channel. Obviously, they were um, just dropping a ball, and then the ball would literally go like 50 feet away or 70 feet away. Just go. That's all probably the, the biggest change this week so. that that'll have the most impact. Uh, um on scoring is the fact that all the rough around the green except for three holes is gone it's closely mown areas and it's going to be very much like augusta national yes. very much like the players after the renovation very By much the like way, a, the uh even though it did rain there at shinnecock i was looking today that the course is still pretty firm yes apparently they did not say it dampened the course at all really well and here's the other thing too you're gonna to get perfect weather you're gonna get winds it's it's from a, a northwest direction tomorrow. Northwest winds is a drying wind. It's a dry. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a dry wind that dries. With the southwest winds that come. I mean, look in the Hamptons, you're on the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think if you in all ways. But the bottom line is, it's going to dry the golf course out. You, you're 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 going to get it in something in uh, interesting on the funnier side of the U.S. Open. Oh, goody. No, no, ready for the I heard I heard a, some interviewers saying, and like Tiger said. How there could be a lot of traffic getting to the golf course. Yes, so he thinks people were, are going to miss it. He thinks that people may miss their tee time, which is oh, I don't think it's ever happened. They said it maybe happened one time in not not U.S. Open, just any golf tournament. So I mean that's pretty crazy to think that somebody could miss a tee time, but I'm sure they'll be there really early. But it's just funny the fact the New York traffic, you know. 
Uh, you you know it's not good when at the USGA press conference on the web on the on the Wednesday before the championship where they talk about the course course conditions new fan initiatives, the the uh, 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 town of Southampton chief of police has to show up and give statements regarding traffic. It's not good when you need your chief of police to, to show up. So if I was playing, this is a problem. I'd be in walking distance. This is a problem. Tigers and walking distance. This is something, and now we're way off topic. But this is something that when you go to these old style golf courses that are not built in major metropolitan areas, um, that that are in these kind of small town areas. Um, or in these kind of nooks, you know, and kind of uh, gems of, of places. You know, Pebble Beach is, is another. It's gotten built up and has a lot of infrastructure nearby, but it's a lot of homes in the general Carmel Bay area. Um, you don't get a lot of posh hotels and, and uh, you know, great reservations nearby. Um Especially if you're away from a major metropolitan city, which this is. I mean, you basically got to go to mainland Long Island to get to more traditional housing. And a lot of these guys are in housing. Uh, Curtis Strange told No Laying Up that Fox has 25 houses that they've rented. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you better and, and there's people living in bunks like you guys lived in when you were eight years old. Yeah. Uh, yes, Jeremy, but, with the... Uh, being that there's going to be heavy winds tomorrow, and we've seen this in the U.S. Open before, we've seen this in all all majors, all golf tournaments. Is there an advantage? Would you say going out early tomorrow, playing in the afternoon? Is that going to, and then Friday? Would you say there is a big advantage tomorrow? Is that going to be a big factor in the golf so, tournament? So Jeff Shackelford, my my friend, uh, Jeff Shackelford has been it's very nice. Is that to be windy in the morning? Sorry. Oh, uh, I, was, I, was, no, I was wondering. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm getting That's to the question. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that, Mr. Markowitz. I know in the afternoon. Okay, Yes. Don't interrupt your host. Sorry, I apologize. Or I'm going to kick you out and you strike, won't get to. strike one. I gave you the list of players so you can identify every international guy and go <laughs> through them. You're not going to get the privilege of doing that if you keep interrupting me. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. He's rude. Yeah, it's unbelievable. How many fights did you get in early in life as brothers? None, none really. No, he just talks a lot. There was one big fight. No, I don't think... Uh, I'm okay. good. All right, keep going. Anyway. You, di- you digress. I, 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 I love digressing. Uh, Jeff Shackelford from jeffshackelford.com has been a great friend to me and uh, the show. Uh, he's actually never been on Teeing It Up. But Shaq, if you hear this and want to come on Teeing It Up, feel free. I'm going to invite you anyway, but you should probably... Before the Open Championship. Uh, he may be overseas too early by then. We'll see. We'll get him on. All right. Anyway. Okay. Oh, you're saying he can come on with your preview. It'll be a four-person show. Yes. Brett, Keith, Jeremy, and Shaq. Right. Okay. Anyway, he was saying that um, he posted the, the, the wind chart, and, and it's going to be windy all day. It's going to obviously gust um, highest in the afternoon. Uh, but he, here's the thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a give or take. Obviously, in the morning at the softer golf course, the water that is left over from these rains will still be there. To me, when you have a breezy golf course like this, and tomorrow's only the real windy, windy, heavy, windy day, but when you have a golf course like this that is heavily windy, yet hard, I think it balances out. I don't think we're going to get a scenario where at the Open Championship, where it's so drastic, where those golf courses' only defense is the wind. And when it lays down, like Troon two years ago, we get 63-65 on Sunday. Here, I think that while the, the, the winds tomorrow, especially guys who go late early, like Tiger, 
and that wave could it be at a disadvantage? Um, I, 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 I get to, I, I have a feeling that it's going to balance out more just because of how difficult Shinnecock will be once it dries out. I think, I mean, look, if you look at tomorrow morning, I'm just going to give you a couple players. If they can get out. Jason early. Day and Kepka are going at 7.40 a.m. Justin Rose is at 7.29 a.m. And then you got the group at 8.02. McElroy, Spieth, and Mickelson. I mean, you have a lot of top, and Fowler at 8.13. A lot of the top players are going out in the morning. And, of course, there will be some top guys going out later. I personally think, I think it's an advantage. advantage. Yeah, I think it's going to help a we'll lot. See we see what happens, but that's what I think. We shall see. This is teeing up with Jeremy Schilling, Brett Markowitz, Keith Markowitz, previewing the United States Open Golf Championship. Don't confuse this with the United States Open Tennis Championship, which sponsored Wheel of Fortune last week. That's in August. I hate when people do that. I always say, the U.S. Open, they go tennis. I go, no, absolutely. Come on. That's it. Do you know that you at U.S. Open on Twitter is owned by the tennis people, which is why the handle for the United States Open Golf Championship is at U.S. Open Golf. That's your J-Show factoid for the night. You enjoy your factoids. I like doing podcasts with you guys because this is just freewheeling bullshit. We can just have fun here and just just be relaxed about it. There's no formalities. I want to talk about three guys, okay? Uh, Mr. Woods, Mr. Rose, and Mr. Fowler for three different reasons. Tiger uh, cannot finish rounds. Lately, he's had trouble down the stretch. You guys were both very successful, competitive high school golfers. Did it ever get in your head as the round went on that oh shit, I'm doing something well, don't fuck it up? Did that ever get into your heads? I mean, it, go- golf, I'm sure, like definitely, definitely has, but I can't say like too many. Like when I'm at when I was at the top, as far as competing. Um, I, I don't think. I Sorry, I'm just. I, really. I never have guests on my show who say when I'm at the top, and you justifiably were. I'm just not used and to it, that it, being said. But it didn't really. For, for a guy like my point is, for a guy like Tiger Woods, it's not really. Yes. I don't think it's. I don't think that's a factor for him. I don't think that's creeping in his head. That's all. Um, yeah, for more of the for the people that uh, get in their head a little bit more when they play golf, like yours truly and uh, our host Jeremy Schilling here, <laughs> I've definitely had moments where I've been. Good night, thank you. Yeah, no, I think we've oh, we've definitely had moments where we've been playing really well, and you know, I I can recall one moment for sure. Um, this is actually freshman year when we were both when we were actually on the team. I believe it when you needed it was five rounds or something under. 40 maybe individual like in the uh yeah, on nine holes to qualify for, state for states as an individual um so i know that i was playing really well i needed to make a uh i needed to make a double bogey to shoot 40 or better on the last hole of course i did something crazy and I ended up making a seven Ooh. um so yeah things definitely got in my head but luckily the next round i ended up qualifying anyway but, but t- yes. yeah tiger i just think it just shows how his like the not only the age but just in general, how hard it is to win. I mean, with him getting older, and then just it's not easy to close a golf golf tournament, uh, any championship to to take the trophy. So, I mean, that's what could be getting to him. Also, I mean, you got to putt to win golf tournaments at the end, and his putting is not. Uh, not no, and that's and, and the that's reason why I bring that's this, really what it comes down. And to. the reason why I bring this up is that so much of golf. By the way, are are, are you guys too hot? I feel no, great. Okay. Fine. I don't know. I, this is an audio podcast, just so that you know I'm, I'm out there. We don't have the air conditioning on. We could put it on. Anyway. I See, I don't like people who edit podcasts. I understand if you like say something that, that could offend somebody or, or that was revealing a secret, which you, which you then regret. 
but like things like that, like it's real. It's no, authentic. It's, it's authentic. We're in swamps, okay? Hundred percent real. We're in we're in swamps. We're on live radio. Yeah, hundred percent real. That's all. You uh, here's why I bring that up. Uh, to me, confidence breeds confidence. Winning breeds winning. Tiger's got to get off to a good start, I think, this week. And number two, he's got to finish rounds. If you go back to Memorial, if you go back to, excuse me, anything lately, he's just had trouble finishing. I think two good rounds. I don't think he'll win this week. I don't think he'll contend this week. I think this golf course will still expose him. But I, I do think that there's a chance that some, that, that, that if he gets off to a good start and gets positive momentum, he could uh, be in a good um, place. I'm going to skip to the end and then go back, and you'll see why I'm doing this in a second. Ricky Fowler's my pick this week. I've had him for over a year. He went to Shinnecock with either Spieth or Thomas at some point last year and really liked the golf course, really thought that it fit his game uh, really well for uh, this championship. So I've had a thing about him. He's my pick. But if it's not him, I think it will be Justin Rose. And my question for you guys is Rose has been really consistent all year. He's, he contended um, uh, a bunch of times early in the year, finally broke through at Colonial. Mm-hmm. Yet Colonial and Shinnecock are two very different golf courses. Of do you think, Keith, we'll start with Keith this time, do you think that the good feelings Rose has coming out of Colonial will pay any dividends this week? Or is it just the fact that the guy drives a straight, hits a lot of greens, and when his putter is on, he makes a lot of putts that, that, that'll give him the golf tournament this week if, if he indeed wins it. I, I completely do. And um, I'll spoil something just really early in this show, in this program. He's my pick. We're to, he's about halfway through. All right. Well, anyways. Okay, anyways. We're, we're, we're anyways, not that early. My point. It's so early. What's going on here? It's so well, early. He's uh, my... He, okay, anyways. I'm going to bring out the bell, and after about 30 seconds, Keith will have no, to end Justin, his, his Justin Rose. Justin Rose is my pick to win the golf tournament. I don't. It, this guy is just super consistent, uh, makes every single cut, which that's... I mean, that's an afterthought. You, all, you always know he's going to make the cut. But he's just super consistent, hitting fairways, greens. The one thing is, hopefully he's got the putter. But um, he's he's so ready to to um, to be right up there, just like Johnson and all the rest of the guys. Um, there's actually one interesting stat that I heard about him today on on the radio was um, he doesn't have a round. He I think he has two rounds this year that are. 73. He doesn't have a round that's higher than 73 the entire season. So everything is 73 or below, and he's only shot 73 twice. So just going off his his rounds, everything else, I know that this guy's going to be there, and that's my pick. One person who can't say that is Sergio. He made a fun. Yes, that's why I'm... Funny um, you said that, actually. Um, I was reading on... Uh, you, know, the, you see him fall, almost fall down. On the golf channel, they showed like he's yes, he tripped. Step. He uh, tripped. To he's get going to play hospitality yesterday. He's going to like play registration or hospitality. He tripped. He's not. He's Sergio's mind is not in golf now. He's got old baby girl. He's got the. He's got his wife. He's traveling to Switzerland. He's going to Germany next next week. He's going to Spain for the El Clasico. I don't think the guy's touched a golf club unless he's played in the tournament. It's not even. 2019 he, for Sergio it's and It's funny, on, on, live from the U.S. Open or the, on the Golf Channel, they said if Sergio's in, in form, if he's playing his best, he can contend. Well, of no. course, he's one of the most talented yeah, players in the world. He's not, but no, he's, he's not, not contending. There. He's not even going to make the cut. And I'm a huge Sergio fan. He's not going to make the cut. No. He will not make the cut. 
The guy is in awful form this year. He's not. He's hardly practicing. If and you it, look at these odds, he's fifty to one. He's not. You can't even. Don't even waste your time. If any of those daily fantasy players don't take Sergio on your team, it's if you look at these odds, the guy. However, he does have a good pairing playing with two Spaniards. He's playing with his yes. friends Cabrera Bello and uh, John Rom. So it's an interesting pairing. I'll say That's this: a, there's at twelve at twelve fifty to one is Eric Axley. Tim Wilkinson is a thousand to one. Those are the two guys, the two PGA Tour guys who have the longest odds. We talk about how deep golf is. If anybody has a good week, they can win. I think it goes back to about those two names. All these other people are out of it. But I think there are guys who have 1,001 odds, who if this is their week, who can be a Y.E. Yang. Um, and, I mean, and look at Michael this. Campbell won the U.S. Open at Pioneers. Yes. He came out and nobody knew who he was. So He's he now retired. As far as... Uh, he, he, you want to talk about falling off the face of the earth. There's a guy who literally lost the ability to play professional golf. And I said today to what somebody... That, uh, and I said today that Danny Willett will never win another major or another golf tournament, He's period. He's been playing what better on the European He's been tour. playing better on the European tour, but I, I just feel like he was, uh, he was he a big fluke. He had his way there's a one-hit wonder. He was a one-hit wonder. Anyway, uh, where were we? We were, we're talking, talking about Sergio. Rose. Uh, Rose. Yes, uh, Rose. Rose, uh, I mean, first of all, absolute gentleman. You can tell he's definitely a really nice A lot of people like him. He's a nice guy. He's an Olympic he's gold medalist. An Olympic gold medalist. Is that the first Olympic gold medalist? Or did they first since 1906. Right. Yeah. He's, also, he's also won the U.S. Open before. He could have easily won the Masters last year um, against, you know, in that playoff with Sergio. He was, he was, the guy's so consistent. He plays well every tournament. He's a he's an incredible ball striker. Really, is an excellent ball striker. The only thing that holds him back sometimes is his putting. Um, Which he's had a great season this year. I think he's like this, 10. this week. If he puts well, he's got a very good chance to win. I think there's uh, there's a you know he's you're getting pretty good odds with him at 14 to one. To be honest, uh, he's a he's a definitely a good pick to uh, to win this week. Shout out to Carrie. Shout out to Sophie. Shout out to Alana. Is that Justin's girlfriend? It is. We're now it's now time to talk about. Hey, the what about Ross? Uh, and Ross, thank you. Let's get all the siblings uh, plus ones out there for the Markowitzes. Um, it's now time to talk dating here on Teeing It Up. So we're going to do a little chilling with shilling. Why did Ricky Fowler propose to Allison, he was asked today in the, in, in the, in the press room. But he said. And the I, reason I, I was he was answer. sick of carrying the damn ring around. Ricky's been on the uh, Ricky has been on the cusp, and he's had these horrible Sundays at majors. And I thought what he did Sunday at Augusta, that charge in the second crazy. nine, birdieing eighteen when he knew he had to, was a huge mm-hmm. moment for him, and it rekindled my belief that he will eventually win a major championship. Do you think the fact that he spent probably five figures on a ring? You know, has a little dent in his bank account he would like to fix, and now is engaged. Will have any bearing on if he wins the well, U.S. Open? Let's put it this like way: it. the amount of commercials. Like uh, do you, you watch Golf Channel? Do you see how many uh, commercials he's in? Yes. He that the ring didn't hurt his bank account in any way, shape, or form. We so are like, farmers. <laughs> bump and yeah. bump. Uh, now, now look. <laughs> I, I would never steal turf. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. I would not steal turf. That's fair. Out of oh, oh, from J.K. Simmons, that that's just I a would bad comment. J.K. Simmons, that guy could be seen uh, whiplash. I'm not stealing anything. Yeah, well, I, I just let's just but stay away. Let's Ricky, just stay away. Yeah, I don't, let's just say the bank account <laughs> doesn't matter. He's married. He's engaged. But it's to five it. figures. When he, you buy a really expensive, you guys will funny. find out. I'm not buying a five figure anything. Please, is Carrie aware of that? <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. That's just not happening. <laughs> 
Hey, we're, we're getting into the wrong topic here. Let's go. Come on. I'm just saying. No, if I was engaged to a beautiful, beautiful woman, she's former All American right, pole vaulter. He's very happy. He's at a, clearly a good time in his life. He also happens to be playing pretty good golf. He played really. He played well in the Masters on Sunday. This is the type of golf course I think he could play really well. He also has a great crowd support in New York. Again, everyone loves him. He's a fan favorite. Great bad weather goes. player, too. Plays well in the bad weather. Unbelievably great bad weather player a couple years ago. He could win the U.S. Open. I would not be surprised. It's yeah. funny how I went from saying at the Masters that this guy is you know, the fourth-round scoring average, but now... You, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see him play really well this week at the U.S. Open. All right, we're going to play a little game. You have your betting sheets in front of you. Let's take you didn't Kate's take on Fowler. Oh, oh, no, well, no. I was going to mention that, but I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to interrupt. The, that oh, that, that's so. true. I, I, okay. That would have been strike two. So. That is fair. I did not give Mr. Keith Markowitz a chance to address Mr. Rick Fa- F- Fowler. Or Rick Fowler Dick. Fowler. No, Dick I guess Dick Fowler. What was his alter ego? I don't know. Frick Fowler? No, I, I forget. Anyway, he had the mustache, the hat, backwards hat. It was a, it was a commercial. By the, way, by the way, all his friends are, are getting engaged. He's just the next one in line. So He was the next one. Now it's Justin Thomas. He's, he's, he's got to get down to two Smiley, Jillian. Smiley uh, got or? married. Yeah, it's Smiley. Break. That was well, SBJ. Is, yes. Well, Smiley's had one I, of the wait. most precipitous falls of any PGA me, Tour winner since Derek Ernst, probably. Yeah, let me ask about Smiley just for a second. When does this guy lose his this card this to year. not be able to play? This oh, year. because, I mean, I like the kid. I mean, granted, it'd be nice to he's see him really well. He's really on hard time. It's, like, it's been sad. Yeah, the it guy, is really sad. He had a great man. He shot like two rounds in the 60s this year, I think it is. Two, only two or three rounds in the 60s it's, the it's whole upsetting. season. And that goes back to the fall. It's been really upsetting. You can scroll down on the PGA Tour app and just been see him down there. Him as well, yes, and it has, and he's admitted it to Ryan Lavner um, of Golf Channel. I highly recommend you read that article on golfchannel.com. So, okay, my Rick. take on Ricky Fowler. Um, I, you know, he's, he's great enough to win. I, I believe in him. Uh, all the way, I, I'd just like to see it happen already, but I, I don't doubt that. I know he has it inside him to get that victory. I'm very excited for him that he got engaged. I think she, yeah, she's a great girl. Um, I hope they can stay happy together forever. You know, it's a great thing. And I think the way he did it in in Southampton too, it, that's a uh, that was a just a really nice thing to do, and, and just like pretty cool to see that there, pretty romantic. But um, no, I think he's I think he he has the game to play. Um, as long as you can avoid the big number, and especially with a U.S. Open or any major tournament, um, you got to stay away from the big number. So we'll see if he can do that. Um, other than that, yeah, very happy for the guy, and uh, let's let's go get it, Rick. This is teaming up with Jeremy Schilling, Brett Markowitz, Keith Markowitz, alongside previewing the United States Open. All right, in lieu of you going through all the international players, we're going to do something different. Wait, I need to give you my international picks, though, being that I said Well, we still need well to do that. That's a but thing. we're going to do that in a different way. Okay. Let the host host the show. If you'd like your own podcast, you can start it's your just, own podcast. You know I'm a big international... I, I like the international company. Yes, I am. So, all right. So, in so, all so, fairness, so, you didn't have any notes for this, so we're just looking to your own... I added uh, notes. No, we're making, sure, been on making the air. sure you're on the ball. Uh, I don't it, want any topics left that, sorry. In, in honor of the event, in 30 seconds, your thoughts on the Shot Clock Masters if you saw any of it? Hmm? You did not see the European Tour Shot Clock. Shot Clock Masters? Uh, 
two different events. The Italian Open was two weeks ago. The Shot Clock Masters was last week. Everybody had a shot clock. I liked it. You, Mr. European Tour. I I don't watch the European Tour all the time. I watch it when Sergio plays. But but however, there has been a guy that's been playing great on the European Tour. I think the Shot Clock Masters only matters for one guy, and and it should be... I mean, they should have this... Just for him, Patrick Cantlay. The guy stands over the ball for about a minute he, and a half. He does have a problem. So this thing, has, has, this thing with him problem. has to stop. But Jason Day yeah. and, and his visualizations. Well, but that's not that. Trust me, that's nothing. All right. With okay. thanks to Jimmy Shapiro, uh, who sends me these odds and sends a lot of guys these odds, and this is courtesy of the Bovada in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, site of your future bachelor party, apparently. Um, we're going to do uh, guys we like and sleepers in a different way. We're going to go page by page. There's six pages worth of guys. We're going to skip page six because I don't think you like anybody on page six. Nah, so we're going to start with page one. Uh, and oh, and please do it. 2001? <laughs> please do not name. Oh, no, I only have uh, five I'm thinking of Cameron Smith. You only have five pages? I have five of six. That's what it uh, is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, so yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna skip page five unless you would like uh, Michael Block at twenty five hundred to one. Um, no. I and don't want just names that, that you like. Keith, do not mention every no. single name on the page. No, I I'm gonna focus I this portion. Teams. I know. Well, Jeremy, we'll let them go. Let's come here yours first. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm gonna what start. Page are we starting with we're, six we're, to one. We're starting on page one. We're starting on page one. I like building the suspense. We go at no, 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 Keith, like when you host your own podcast, okay, you okay, can do it right, your way. Okay. It's fine. <sighs> Justin, this is for your frat boys. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, the inside jokes that none of my 657 Instagram followers or... I think I'm up to like 1,300 Twitter followers. The majority of the will get it. Or listeners, sorry, will get it, so we're good. All right, anyway. We're rolling. Page one. I don't like Spieth. I just think this is not the week on these diabolical greens that you find your putter. Look, Bryson DeChambeau's played better, and he wins it at Jack's place, which is a a different kind of golf course, but it's hard, and you have to uh, dissect it. So... I do give him props on that, and I think Bryson, if he can stay out of his own head and not overthink it, does have a chance this week. Brett? We're looking at page one here. And and, um, and, and by the way, folks, the names on page one, I, I, I should say the names on page one. Right. Dustin, Justin, Rose, Rory, JT, Day, Ricky, Jordan, Brooks, Rom, Tiger, uh, Brandon Grace, Matsuyama, Phil, Stenson, DeChambeau, Fleetwood, Patrick Reed, Paul Casey, Sergio Garcia. So, looking at the Patriots, it's funny that you said you don't really like speed. I, I understand that he his putting has been very poor this year. He actually is extremely confident based on what he's saying, and he thinks he... He sounded well, optimistic every week. I'm not going to trust him until I see right. him have I mean, a Jordan putting week. Listen, for, although, for in the July... Although, I, in the July... Um, I don't root Golf for Digest. Speed. Michael Greller has a quote in here. Keep going. I'll find yeah, it. I'm just saying, I don't for, root for, for a U.S. Open, he is the ultimate grinder where if you're asking for a score to be minus one, minus two, minus three, you could see him kind of, I, for the winning score, he could be around that to be the winner just because he's, he's such a grinder. I just wouldn't be surprised to see him do well this weekend. I'm not rooting for him, nor is he my pick on this page. I'm actually going to go... Um, Little, uh, little off of what everyone else is thinking. Number first of all, if you're looking to put a lot of money on someone, Jason Day is the obvious pick. He's eighteen to one or sixteen to one, right in that range. So if you're looking to put a lot of money down, that's a, that's a very good pick. 
If you're looking to put a little less down, a player that I really like, a guy that's been playing really well um, as of late, um, is Brandon Grace. Guy has played really well this year. Made all cuts. Has played well in previous U.S. Opens before. Um, I expect Brandon Grace to play well, and he's at 33-1, to 1, so you'll get good money on that. Okay, and then obviously I mentioned Justin Rose is my winner, so that's not my guy here. Um, it better not be, so, or else you're breaking the rules. So my one guy, because I know I'm only allowed one guy, but my one guy on this list is going to be Tommy Fleetwood. The guy was excellent last year in the U.S. Open. Um, very consistent ball striker. Um, just, just a, you know, I that's definitely my pick. European, um, re- ready to ready to strike it there, and that's who I like. So we go. I, 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 yeah, I can't find the quote. I'll find it later. I'm not, Bubba, I'm not really interested in anything speed related. So thanks. Bubba Kucher, Cantley, Leishman, Molinari, Louis Ustase, and Finau Norin, uh, Adam Scott, Webb Simpson, Schwartzel, B.H. On, Cabrera Bello, uh, Grillo, Xander Shoffley, Sned, Stanley, Kyle Stanley, Jimmy Walker, Aaron Wise, Duffner, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Harmon, Hoffman, Poulter, three H's right next to each wow. other in the odds list. Poulter, yeah, Kiradek, Api Banrat, Daniel Berger, Cheston Hadley, Hadwin, ZJ, and Keimer. Aaron Wise is going to be a superstar. I've said it on this show about 86 times. Sorry, loyal listeners. You're probably sick of it. Um, he's a good player. He's a good player, and he won the Nelson. Uh, B.H. On played well a couple weeks ago. I ended up in that playoff, and it, if it wasn't for the horrible break that mm-hmm. he got. And he, he both he and Stanley got bad breaks in that playoff. But, look, I mean, he, 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 he airmailed the 18th at Muirfield Villas long left. You can't do that uh, there. Uh, but he's playing well, and Jason Duffner is Mr. Consistent, and if his Chuck Cook, Ben Hogan swing is on, the dude's just going to just uh, give himself fairways and greens. That's what you got to so do at the United States Open Duffner. Championship. Okay, so you gave a few picks on that page. I'm going to do the same thing, then. It is a bigger page than this page is a, one. You got to say, there are more names. There are more names. Listen, there's a couple picks that I really like. Sticking with my theme of the South African golfer being that Retief Goosen of South Africa won in 2004 at Shinnecock. I love, absolutely love Louis Oosthuizen this week. The guy is an incredible, incredible ball striker. Maybe the nicest swing on tour. His putting has been really has been very good this year. I love Louis Oosthuizen this week. I think he's going to play really well, and I would not. And I would. That that's actually Louis Oosthuizen is actually my pick to win the golf tournament, and he's going off at sixty to one. So if you're if you're looking to make a bet, I love Louis Oosthuizen. Um, give you a couple more picks that I really like here, um, just for just for the money, I would say. Um, you gotta like Ustazen. Molinari is an interesting player. He's also sixty to one. Guy's been playing great over in Europe. Yeah. We'll see if it translates to uh, to the U.S. Open here in America. And then the last player, who's actually the last player on this list, hundred fifty to one. Martin Keimer has won a U.S. Open before. Has won a PGA Championship. Played a little bit better in Europe. You know, this guy is so inconsistent. But if he does play well. He can win the U.S. Open. He really he is a is a super talented player. So if he does play well, I would. It can he can win the Open and you know and go and win it you know by a share a fair share like he's done in the past. So don't sleep on Martin Keimer. Not to say I wouldn't be surprised if he misses the cut, but don't sleep on him. One hundred fifty to one. He's getting good money. Okay. Sorry, I had to go restyle my hair. 
it's looking great. It's looking great. It's looking great. Well, thank you. you know, I, I, wasn't happy has to look... I wasn't happy with the before announcement. No, I'm kidding. No, it's great. Jay Shell has now. to look handsome for his own podcast. Of course. Um, okay, so my. my uh, I don't know why I did that. I just. I, to my picks off. on page two. Um, I, I really like Emiliano Grillo. The guy's been very good this year. Um, and, and he. Last year he had a really bad year. He's come back. I, I like him a lot. Cabrera Bayo, very consistent. Also, kind of have my eye on him. And uh, those, and then just for a third guy, just to put there, Webb Simpson. Just the way he's striking the ball, his part when he has his putter going. Um, not not so sure he'd be the guy to win the tournament, but I, I like him to have a strong showing here. Page three: C. Wu Kim, Kisner, Luke List, Lowry, Cameron Smith, Peter Uline, Woodland Chapel, Ross Fisher, Bill Haas, Russell Henley, C. H. Three, McDowell, Perez, Reevy, Steele, Doug Gim, um, the Amateur, Lucas Glover, Satoshi Kodaira, Hatong Lee, Trey Molinax, Scott Piercy, Braden Thornberry, who played really well last week in Memphis. Danny Willett, Roberto Castro, Ryan Fox, Furek, Brian Gay, Alexander Levy, the Frenchman, Patrick Rogers, and Shubankar Sharma, who almost won in Mexico Mm. earlier this year on the Professional Golfers Association Tour. Although that event is the International Federation of PGA Tours and World Golf Championship. Um... Nobody really here that I go, oh, my God. Uh, Satoshi Kodaira won in, in Harbortown, if people remember, in a kind of a fluke playoff. Um, I mean, look, Luke List is overdue to win a PGA Tour event. It's a big ask. Cameron Smith stepped up in a big spot at Chambers Bay. I have his shirt that he wore, that uh, blue Under Armour with the orange logo. And, and, and he's had a nice PGA Tour season. And look, Uline Chapel and Woodland... Have those weeks where they're really good, um, but Woodland can be wayward, and I don't know if that's good. If, this if, you're, going, if you're going just based on, and I'm going to go with U.S. Open history. I'm going to take. Um, I, I like just on this page alone, like Graham McDowell, and not saying that again. I don't know what he's going to do, but just a name to look out for when the Pebble Beach U.S. Open, um, and then and maybe maybe Kistner, depending on how he's striking it. And then lastly, one guy who I know can go low, even though he is, is inconsistent, is Russell Henley. Okay, I'm going to give a couple here real quick again. Um, <clears throat> Brendan Steele, 201, very consistent player. Um, actually, he's played well in the past few U.S. Opens, so I like Brendan Steele on this page for the money. Um, Trey Molinex, very long hitter. People really do like it. If he could keep it pulling the fairway, which they have wide fairways, he's got a shot. Um, going off at 250 to 1. And then I'm going to go with the Frenchman, as you said, Alexander Levy. Levy! Would you not be surprised to see like a guy like Alexander Levy at the end of the first round? Guys getting like the top five. Been playing this is what we talk about at the Open Championship. There's a European tour guy that nobody in America knows who gets right. his name and up I, there I, on the first pitch of the I can see something yeah. going on with Levy. I, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. So I, those, he's going on. He's got heavy odds for Andrew. All right. It's another good pick. The next page is a bunch of guys who don't play on the PGA Tour. Is there anybody on page right. four that you have any interest in? I'll just mention uh, Sam Burns, yes, uh, who's had a really... Nice year and, and yeah. beat Tiger at Honda and just has, has really played well. Richie Warensky played has played well on multiple weekends in the PGA Tour this year. Hasn't broken through yet, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's too much of an ask for him 
uh, to win this week. But is there anybody on page four or five? Um, page four yeah, also fine. includes Garrett Rank, who is the NHL official. That's um, right, yeah, I was going to say, what a story. And a so Ernie, Ernie Els, what a story that would be. Not to say that, you know, again, we'll see what happens. Yeah, there, Ernie Els last story played quality be. golf in about uh, two No, I know, I know, but that would be quite the story. Stu Hagestad, very good amateur. Mid-am. Mid-am. I I actually, if you're gonna look at this page, if, if you're gonna waste, if you're gonna throw some money away, I'm not. Uh, well, yes, okay. If, if you're, you're gonna, gonna throw to some money, money away, away, Matt Wallace is a pretty solid player, <laughs> um, three hundred to one. Um, there's also another guy down here, and I'll only say this just because the last <laughs> amateur to win the U.S. Open was Francis we met, and I would love to see an amateur win. Harry Ellis is a great player. And Rory sure, likes him. Yeah, he's a really good player, and I'm not. He's he's not going to win. He's a thousand to one. But if you want to have a good time and for an amateur, it's a good guy to pick. All right, boys. Yeah, I Bo Hostler didn't. Qualify no, it did, did, did not over. qualify. Nor did Patton Kazire has won twice this year on the PGA yeah. Tour. They eliminated that uh, qualification criteria, and he missed a playoff in Columbus by one shot. Right. And Vijay Singh didn't. Yeah, okay. Guys, we are at the end of our radio program. <laughs> You're supposed to say aww. Aww. It's been a good We went through this last time. You're supposed to say you you love being in the swamp so much. You've been I finally love being in the swamp. Out. My favorite golf tournament though is the Open Championship, which is coming up soon. Yes. Carnoussi, my yeah. one of my favorite courses, so I'm very excited yes. about that one. So I'd love to be. If you'd like, you can spend my birthday on this couch watching. That's my favorite tournament to watch. Um, so anyway, early in the AM. Anyway, um, you got the unique question for us, uh, or you know the one that you know. No, there. No, those only for first time guests. Oh, okay. You are retired. Okay, you know, okay. guests. Okay. Um, is there anything else? Oh, no, well, sorry. First of all, we need your. No, you gave your winner, Louis Oosthuizen. Yours is Justin Rose's. Mine is Ricky Fowler's. Is there anything else either of you would like to say before? I hit the end button on this edition of the institution that is teeing it up, and that is a trademark registered with the U.S. Office of Trademarks. I'm going to, well, I'll say 7,400-yard 70, <laughs> 7, golf course. Just hit the ball long, keep it in play, hit, hit, the, hit the fairways, um, hit as many greens as you can. Good luck. And Easier said than done. Then, oh, definitely, yeah, but then, uh, you know, just and stay, stay away from the high number. Um, great golf course that you'll feel like you know winning winning at Shinnecock also um, is a li- feels a little bit might feel a little bit more prestigious than winning any other event. Just keep you know these golfers have to stay mentally in it too because it could change within it could change within holes shots. So we'll see with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm you know again very excited for the U.S. Open. Last thing I'm going to say here is uh, I think everyone's favorite story would be Phil Mickelson contending at, at at the U.S. Open on Sunday. If that happens and he gives himself a chance to win on Sunday, that would be what a story that really would He's be. He's made too many bogeys, though. I, I, I he look, continues I'm not to make too many him, bogeys. I'm not expecting anything from him this week. I'm just saying it would be an incredible story. I look at it really as this and way. New York loves him. There's a group of there's there, there's this there's uh, you know before this tournament the players really are leveled into groups. Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, this is my opinion. Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Jason Day, Justin Thomas are in one group. Yeah. I think after that you have Rory, Fowler, Spieth, you know, and then after yeah, that, then you got like Kepka, Rahm, um, Grace, Matsuyama together. And then I would put Tiger with the Phil in that area. I'd even move Stenson up, you know, in that area too. But I put Tiger, Mickelson, um, 
Reed Fleetwood. It's funny that none of us have mentioned Patrick Reed. He did win the Masters, and I see no reason why he can't play well at the US Open. Your grandparents are calling, which is a good time to say goodnight to this podcast. Keith Markowitz, thank you for coming on Teeing It Up. Thank you for having me. Brett Markowitz, thank you for coming can't on Teeing It Up. Can't wait to be back for the Open Championship. Justin Markowitz and friends, thank you for listening to Teeing It Up. Everyone enjoy the op- enjoy the U.S. Open. Enjoy. Yeah, it's yes. going to be a fun weekend. Open Championship, hope, hope to be there too. If you would like to come back on the institution yeah. that is Teeing It Up, you can come back. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you.